These are literally lifelong friends. Hello there and welcome to the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. Our reading today is Job 17 and 18, and I'm calling this episode, Never Give Up. After my comments, we'll find out about what happened on this date in church history. Let's begin. Job chapter 17. My spirit is broken. My days are extinguished. A graveyard awaits me. Surely mockers surround me and my eyes must gaze at their rebellion. Make arrangements. Put up security for me. Who else will be my sponsor? You have closed their minds to understanding. Therefore, you will not honor them. If a man informs on his friends for a price, the eyes of his children will fail. He has made me an object of scorn to the people. I have become a man people spit at. My eyes have grown dim from grief, and my whole body has become but a shadow. The upright are appalled at this, and the innocent are roused against the godless. Yet the righteous man will hold to his way, and the one whose hands are clean will grow stronger. But come back and try again, all of you. I will not find a wise man among you. My days have slipped by. My plans have been ruined, even the things dear to my heart. They turned night into day and made light seem near in the face of darkness. If I await Sheol as my home, spread out my bed in darkness, and say to corruption, You are my father, and to the maggot, my mother or my sister. Where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of Sheol, or will we descend together to the dust? Job chapter 18 then Bildad the Shuhite responded, How long will you hunt for words? Show understanding and then we can talk. Why are we regarded as beasts, as stupid in your eyes? O oh, you who tear yourself in your anger! For your sake is the earth to be abandoned, or the rock to be moved from its place? Indeed, the light of the wicked goes out, and the flame of his fire gives no light. The light in his tent is darkened, and his lamp goes out above him. His vigorous stride is shortened, and his own scheme brings him down. For he is thrown into the net by his own feet, and he steps on the webbing. A snare seizes him by the heel, and a trap snaps shut on him. A noose for him is hidden in the ground, and a trap for him on the path. All around terrors frighten him and harry him at every step. His strength is famished, and calamity is ready at his side. His skin is devoured by disease, the firstborn of death devours his limbs. He is torn from the security of his tent, and they march him before the king of terrors. There dwells in his tent nothing of his. Brimstone is scattered on his habitation. His roots are dried below, and his branches cut off above. Memory of him perishes from the earth, and he has no name abroad. He is driven from light into darkness, and chased from the inhabited world. He has no offspring or posterity among his people, nor any survivor where he sojourned. Those in the west are appalled at his fate, and those in the east are seized with horror. Surely such are the dwellings of the wicked, and this is the place of him who does not know God. Chapter 17 begins with Job confessing that his spirit is broken. Why? 
because his so-called friends have become mockers in his eyes and he can't get away from them. They've made him an object of scorn. Allow me to remind you how they initially came to him in Job chapter 2, verses 11 and 13. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all this adversity that had come upon him, each one came from his own place, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Naamathite. For they had made an appointment together to come and mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they raised their eyes from afar and did not recognize him, they lifted their voices and wept. And each one tore his robe and sprinkled dust on his head toward heaven. So they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights. And no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. By all appearances, these three men loved Job. At the very minimum, they thought very highly of him. And now they've become, according to Job, mockers. To mock is to tease or laugh at in a scornful or contemptuous manner. What a heartbreaking picture this is. I have two very close friends that I've known since I was a boy. I've told you about Dell. I first met him in junior high school, and we became best friends in high school. The other one's name is Mark. We met when I was about nine and he was ten. We were on our city swim team together. These are literally lifelong friends. We've been through all the highs and lows of life together. Our weddings, the births of our kids. I prayed for them when they had life-threatening sicknesses. And they prayed with Leanne and me when our son Stephen almost died. And now we're all growing old together with everything that brings. I cannot begin to think about the utterly crushing heartbreak I'd feel if I were in Job's shoes and Dell and Mark turned on me as Job's friends did to him. The aloneness, the betrayal, the pain. But Job doesn't do what they want him to do. They've told him that he needs to confess his sin, but Job knows that he's done nothing to deserve what's befallen him. So in verse 9, Job says that upright men will be appalled at the treatment he's received from his friends, whom he now calls godless. He goes on to say that he will continue to hold on to his determination to do what is right, and that because his hands are clean from sin, he will gain strength. Beloved, when you're persecuted, hang on. Isaiah 40 verse 31 tells us, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. You know, we cannot go through life without times where the world seems heavy, bleak, and dark. But like Job, we have to hang on. If you are in a right relationship with God, you have to know that He is with you, and He'll hold you up. He'll see you through. The night may be dark, but there is a promise of the morning. And God will not let you down. He's faithful, and He never changes. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You can comment at comment.lifespringmedia.com. You can email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. Or you can go to the show notes page for this very episode. I read every comment, and I'll read some of your comments on the show. I do want to hear from you. Tomorrow, our reading is Isaiah 45 through 50. Well, today we have an executive producer for the show. Phil Colburn sent a $333.33 donation in today, and with it he sent a note. He said, ITM, or in the morning. 
I just wanted scripture reading, but now I enjoy your format and get a lot from it and your commentary. Well, Phil, thank you. Phil is obviously a No Agenda listener, and I'm so glad you found the show. I'm glad you're enjoying the format and my commentary. I appreciate it. Thank you for your support. And with that, you do get executive producer credits for the show. For those that may not know, executive producer credits are legitimate because executive producers are responsible for financing a particular project. These credits may be listed on IMDb, LinkedIn, and any place one would list such credits. I'll vouch for all executive producer credits earned by donations to LifeSpring Media. And in addition to executive producer credits, which are given for donations of over $300, or the equivalent value of Satoshi, you can also earn associate producer credit for a donation of $100, or the equivalent in sats, or a distinguished producer credit for a donation of over $500, or the equivalent value of sats. Now, supporters who make donations totaling $1,000 or more will receive the honored title of Berean. And with that title, men will henceforth be known as brother and women as sister, as in Brother Mark or Sister Martha. Why Berean, you ask? Well, we read of the Bereans in Acts 17, 10 through 15. And the key verse for our purposes here is verse 11b, which says, The Bereans were eager to hear what Paul and Silas said and studied the scriptures every day to find out if these things were true. So a Berean, in short, is one who loves the word of God and studies it. We have yet to have anyone earn the title of Berean at LifeSpring Media, so who's going to be the first? I have to say that when I get support like Phil sent today, it really is encouraging to me. It's good to know that the show has this kind of value for you. So Phil, God bless you. And that goes for those of you that are streaming sats on a continual basis when you listen to the show. That's encouraging. Every day I see those reports come in, and uh, it makes me smile to see that uh, you're listening and streaming sats and boosting and sending boostograms. It's all very encouraging, and it really does help to bring this show to you. You truly are family members, and I truly do thank God for you. You're making a difference. God bless you. This date in church history, October 28, 1871. At Ujiji in modern Tanzania's Kigoma province, Henry Morton Stanley locates missing British missionary and explorer Dr. David Livingston. Stanley's first words when he saw him was, Dr. Livingston, I presume? And on this date in church history, 1949, Jim Elliott, American missionary and martyr, records in his journal, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. You may remember that we talked about him on his birthday, October 8th. He was the missionary who was killed by the Alka tribe in Ecuador, many of whom later became Christians. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you like the show and you'd like to contribute in a value-for-value value way, you can contribute to it by rating and reviewing it. Let people know what you like about it. It's easy to do. Just go to reviews.lifespringmedia.com. Write about why you listen to the show and maybe what you get out of it. Write what you like about it. Encourage others to listen. Just go to reviews.lifespringmedia.com. Well, I've got to get out of here, beloved. I need to write a newsletter and get it sent out so that you have the reading schedule for next week. 
If you're not on the list for the newsletter, you can get it by going to news.lifespringmedia.com and sign up there. So until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I enjoy our time together. My name is Steve Webb. Bye.